Unbelievable. We'll have to talk about that because you and I are the polar opposite as far as how we got here. But look, we are fresh now, fresh off of the three-day adventure that was the NFL draft, the Philadelphia Eagles. We cannot go six minutes before we're joined by the network without talking about that picture and then video behind Harry. There are a lot of things looking at the Sixers needed overtime to beat a ABCDEFGH league team last yeah. year. And the Phillies have been called no. robots for years. Pass. That's, what I'm saying. that's a here, hard pass for me. Like broad and Lombard? <laughs> you're passing through like Lombard? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the Phillies are a hard pass for me. Look, let me say this, all right? The Emperor, and I said this this morning, so if anybody caught Fox 29, I apologize for recycling content, but at least I'm telling you ahead of time I'm recycling content. Here's the thing about the draft for the Philadelphia Eagles, all right? If you're the Emperor, you don't get props for putting the robe on. If you're walking out showing off your new clothes and showing your rear as a result of it, you don't then get props for putting on your robe. Stop giving Howie Roseman credit just for bringing things back to the norm. And I don't even think he did bring it back to the norm. I'm so disappointed with the overreaction love for Howie Roseman, more so than anything else that happened with the draft. Well, I don't, I don't know where you're getting this love uh, for Howie Roseman. It just, you know, it was a success on Thursday night in that they got a good player that they sorely needed. And the pre lead up to that was the trade weeks ago where they netted an additional first round pick. Other than that, I don't get any love for Howie Roseman. The athletic, where are you getting this? Barrett's going to break everything down. But real quick, as, as far as just to respond to this, if you look at grades, whatever stock you put into this, even Barrett, right? Everybody's got grades, right? The athletic guy, the guy who does the grades for the athletic has him at the top as the number one graded draft in the NFL. That's no, that's not possible. That's ridiculous. That's, what I'm that's saying. not possible. Okay, thank you. I thought it was just me this no, morning. No, that's you. ridiculous. First of all, grading drafts today is ridiculous in its own – in its it, – it just as a – Yeah. Yeah, just, just doing do that it. right now is stupid. Right. Right. I know right. everybody right. does it. We're not going to do that. We don't fall into that crap. All right, have at it, Barrett. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, you, you, your second-round pick. Now, once again, your second-round pick uh, more than likely won't play this year. He's hurt. And I keep telling people, the first three rounds, you have to either play or or make an impact somehow with the special teams or whatever. You have to play, and you have to make a positive influence on the team. Now, this last year, the first-round pick, he played. The second round pick, he didn't do was much. Forced though. to play. I know he didn't do what. He didn't second do much. round pick, he was forced to play. The third right. round pick didn't even see the field, but for special, special teams. teams, yeah. So once again, if you th first through third, if they don't get on the field, it's a fail, an epic fail, right. because you're 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 supposed to at least the first round is at least going to start. Second round is supposed to split time and play special teams. Third rounder, special teams, split time. I mean, that's just what it is. And at this point, I think we have another draft in which or at the first round it'll play and it'll have some substantial minutes. Definitely substantial minutes. But the second rounder, I don't well, he'll probably be forced to play. But if we drafted him as a center, he won't play. 
if we drafted him solely as a center, it's an epic fail because he was the second best, the second best center in the draft. Now, understand why they would want a player like that because, you know, we're talking about a captain, a guy that, you know, that emotionally can get the team going in the right direction. But you can't make the club in the tub. Right. He has been out four years straight. Well, they don't call it IR, but season-ending injuries. Mm, Are we yeah. crazy? That usually just doesn't go away. Right. You know no, what I mean? No. And and look, we're talking about Dillard, who God knows what the hell you're going to get from him now moving forward. So this whole thing about the offensive line, again, this is why I get frustrated. Is people, Oh, well, they addressed a need. Did they really address a need? Andre Dillard and now this unfortunate situation of drafting a center from Bama who's hurt. What about waiting until the fourth round to take a cornerback? Oh, what goodness. the hell is happening? Yeah. Well, here? that that's the whole part of, of with this photo behind me. Right. Was they <laughs> thought they were gaming the board. Like, like how he thought he was he was making a shrewd move where he could get an extra sixth round pick in a weak draft, mind you. What do you need an extra sixth round pick for? Just draft the damn cornerback out of Central Florida at 70 and be done with it. Well, that's the problem. We 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 miss out on a lot of corners. I I'm mean, so glad the Giants swooped in there and got that kid. I really am. <laughs> because now we can go back to the non-narrative but factual conversation of fire Howie. Where's the guy who was like, still fire Howie on Friday morning? Overreacting, like we said. Jeez, this guy, I don't like him. All right. I don't know what's going on here, but I don't like how he acts. Yeah. What's, that? what's going on, Bat? We got to play that video. This is a Gal Media Project. We do. In partnership with oh. Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I was never really a, a grades guy. You know, it never really mattered what the letter was as long as I could just get through the grade and the year. Yeah. That's fine. Like just if, pass me. Exactly. Yeah. Get the hell out of high school. Get the hell out of college. Like, that was the right. goal. But yeah. everybody wants to grade. How are you grading your squads out there? For us, I told you. The athletic, at least, the only place that I found at the top. But I see Bs, B minuses, and I am befuddled <laughs> at that because I have no idea yeah. what the hell's going I, on. I'll tell people. you what the graft, uh, the grade is, and the grade for everybody incomplete because right. we don't know. Like just just know. selecting these players means nothing. I mean, you you can't look at a draft, but two to three years down the road, and then you can give it a grade. Real well, quick, what is that ringtone? Like, what's the name of that ringtone? That that's like the Michael Scott office ringtone. Right. That, that, I can't believe my phone is on right now. But, yeah, but uh, my that phone. specific ringtone. We got. I don't know what it's called. Russo man. ringtone. <laughs> hey, what are you having? That, that promo that Culver put together. I was going to have eight miles. Yeah. yeah right. Seriously. Right. That would. You know what though? Nobody would ever mind. Like, could you imagine that? You're doing a radio show. You're in a press conference. Wherever you are in a work setting, and your phone goes off, Barrett. And it's Russo yelling. Nobody would ever say anything negative to you. Like, come on, man, turn that down. Like, yeah. is, is that Chris Russo yelling as your ringtone? <laughs> <laughs> they, they would probably go, 
Ah-da-da. Yeah. What is yeah, this? What about Havlicek stuff? Harry <laughs> <laughs> Miles. Right. All right. We got a lot of things happening here, including we have to tell you about this fantastic giveaway. And it's happening now. If you're following along on the Jacob Media YouTube page, you can go to and we put up the link right there. So it's very easy for you. We'll tweet it out. We'll put it out for you as well. It is very easy to see and then follow on the Jacob Media YouTube page, one of 10 Devontae Smith jerseys where you can be entered to win. That's pretty cool right there. Ten yeah, number six Devontae jersey. Smith. Yes, yeah. six jersey. All right, we'll get into everything going on here. The draft, the draft. There's a back-to-back -back tonight that you might want to keep your eye on in the NBA. So some things happening here, including especially our squad in Chicago. So it's the middle. Keep it here. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on... Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready. In just 8 or 16 weeks, train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com.
Oh, yeah. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Joel into action and bead for the lead. Simmons the tip. Did it come before the expiration of time? Did the officials allow it? Presumably they did because the final scoreboard shows 113 to 111. Yeah, Barrett, your boy right there. Points four and five to win the game. The tip up coming through in the clutch, baby. His fifth clutch. Points. Of the yeah. <laughs> that's that's the benefit of guys sagging off you on defense, knowing you're not going to get the ball and shoot otherwise. <laughs> so he was able to <laughs> slip right in there and get that tip. How about that? Hey, you look at MB. MB's got five people on him. Yeah, right? he's got guys <laughs> hanging off of him. It's amazing to see that. <laughs> he's got five people on him, and here he is. Uh, you know, he's by us. All he had to do was just toss it over to him, you know. But, hey, you know, hey, at this point, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take me too. It. A win's a win. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're back in first place. Yeah, barely by a half a game. Well, and I know, but I mean, Brooklyn, you know, Brooklyn lost. Well, they lost to Milwaukee. I know. Who, who had a guy who right now has, as the very least, as equal of an argument to the MVP as Embiid, if you want to count games played at all. I mean, they lost to a team that is fighting right now for home court in the East. Mm -hmm. They didn't barely beat a team that sat their top that's not a good team in its own right harry no and they, they sat the top three guys yeah well they might have played up to the the, the, the competition that's, played that's down, they, down yeah. to it we yeah, played yeah, down yeah. to the competition yeah. which is yeah. what they do right? i know I mean, that's, well, that's what i think is the only look the only real negative i have for this team is that especially on the road but a little, a little bit more at home this year they 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 really seem to play down that Cleveland. That Cleveland loss would have never happened in the past couple of years with that home court that they've had established. And it's nothing to do with Doc or anybody else. I'm saying I love Doc here, but I'm just saying as far as in general, they, I, I don't know. Last night, it kind of bothered me. Maybe it's all this Howie love that's bleeding into mm -hmm. the rest of my life. Uh, you know, it, it's almost like a, a domino effect. You know, you go from Howie then to the game and we all know what's going on with the with with with, you know, this hockey team, man, this Flyers oh, team. Are they still playing the hockey team? You Let, say we all know? That's what? a major assumption right now. <laughs> last, uh, last I looked, they were playing like six straight games to the Devils and lost them all. Right, right, right. You talk about mailing it in. Unbelievable, you know. But it's not. But it, but hey, we heard from G that that it's not the guys aren't playing hard. Oh yeah. It's not that they're playing right. hard. The osmosis of Barrett working at, at NBC Sports and hearing yeah. like Keith Jones or somebody saying, you know, Claude at least said this. Right, right. Yeah. Now, that's, ex now that's exactly what it is, yeah. Shan. That's AV, exactly what AV it is. AV told us that these right. guys haven't quit yet. It's but not he, AV's fault, though. No, it's no. But here's the thing. Like, that's not a rip. That's more, that's more prop because that's you coming prepared for a topic that might come up, even though Harry right. was going to go out of his way to make sure it never comes no, up. I, never. I know that I, but see, that's the thing. I know that it, 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 it won't come up yeah. unless you say something or I say something, but I at least had to go and do my due diligence. I love you. Yeah, right. I, I mean, it. I mean, that's, that's why you said it. So you that's could very good. up with, Hey, look, at least G said this. See, yeah. Well, he wanted to get that in there. Just no, that's to what I'm saying. You know, I want to talk about Provorov. That you know, he's he's not uh, playing uh, up to the expectations. Look at this. You know, I mean, I are Hey, I mean, what are we gonna do? You know, with what? our goalie situation, man. I hate to say, cares. 
I think it's been I think it's been two years since I've said this in a serious context, but let's get it back to the Eagles. Who cares? <laughs> Seriously, honestly, I, I I I am not holding back on this anymore. <laughs> Who the hell cares about the Flyers? Seriously, Nobody, now that they're not going to oh make. Honestly, yeah, I man. tell you, I took the over tonight at six, and I said, "Oh, that's to do as that's, well." That's a done deal. That's that's like man, that's like taking candy from a baby. Take the over, you know. All right, I mean, who, who's between the pipes? It doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> Give up gold. All right, seriously. Put line in there. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? What was like? What was going through your mind? Because we're going to put this video up, and this was the thing that went viral. This is the thing. I, I didn't see this until you guys brought it to my attention. This was much bigger than Bob Baffert winning his seventh Derby or Bush winning the Bushy McBush face race that happened yesterday. This was the big thing that went viral from the NFL draft on the, in the third round when they took the defensive tackle instead of what Tom Dono and a bunch of other people expected to be a quarterback. So when you see this and this thing is circulating around and you realize that it's not like 30 people on Twitter and they're trying to push this trend, it's real. Right. I guess the immediate initial reaction is facepalm, right? Like, oh, my goodness, Philadelphia is showing its ass again out there nationally. No, you know, with me, yeah. it was like, yes, I, I finally see somebody that cares about the organization uh, that, that that gives a damn about how to put and bring players in here that will make some sense. I mean, a lot of guys they, they draft didn't make sense at the time. Uh, we needed cornerbacks. We've been screaming cornerbacks for the longest. Once again, I'll have to sit back on third down and have my Pipto Bismol and my 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 you know my 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 antacids sitting on side because on third down we're gonna get beat deep again by all these Galladay's and, 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 and Amari Coopers and everybody else on third down. We yeah. have nobody to cover them. Can you imagine being one of these scouts, you know, where you've done all this prep work, right? You've been out there scouting all these, these miserable college games last year during COVID, you know, however you were doing it. And you come up with this name, you know, this kid from UCF, he's sitting right there for you, right? Yes. And you're like, this is a sorely needed position, position of need. You know, he's a, he's a good player. Aaron he's Robinson, sitting yes. there. We don't have to do anything but let him fall right into your lap. And what does Howie do? No, I got to prove to everybody how smart I am because I'm going to get us an extra sixth round pick so we can take a developmental defensive end from Coastal Carolina in the sixth round that probably won't even make the team. Right. And then we're going to take uh, you know what's Milton Williams. He might be a nice player someday, but he's listed as a developmental tackle. Okay, just take the cornerback. A tweener, a tweener that, that doesn't know he's going to be a defensive end or. A three right. right. Look, you know what? Oh, boom. I just, this is, I'm going to put this out on the column too. So I, let me write this down. We got two tweeners now. But here, here's what's happened. Just like the Super Bowl was the worst thing that could have happened to reinforce the misnomer that Lurie and Roseman are single-handedly responsible for all of this success. Jordan Maialata and his continued success in the NFL, which I think, and Barrett, you can validate this, is going to happen. Like, this kid is going to be a player in the NFL. That's going to be the same thing when it comes to mining talent in the draft. These guys have been full-on enabled by just shots in the dark. And well, it worked. It worked when they won the Super Bowl. It worked with Jordan Mailata, but it's, it's not, not working work. No. Well, see, Shan, that's the problem. It's not working. It's, that's not what you do. 
What's wrong with drafting players that are already good? Exactly. Now, that's the damn problem. Exactly. Draft somebody that's already good. But now every round what is are we doing? Be, well, hmm, who could be the Maialata of this round? Right. Who could be the Maialata of the third right. round? Who's a developmental the, tackle on D that may not even play in the early rotations. Who's the injured player that we can get uh, in this round that should have gone in that other round? Were he not injured? That's, oh and there lies the problem. That's what pisses me off the most, you know. And I, you know, we're talking to Ray, and in my, you know, conversations with Ray, we're, we're breaking down, um, we're breaking down these these draft picks that they have, and um, as as we're looking at, you know, these draft picks can turn a franchise around in just one draft. You can get a draft to turn around. We talked about the Saints draft in 2017 on how that draft turned the entire organization around. From that point on, they became a championship um, organization. So this is what they had in this 2017 draft. Pick number one, Ryan Ramchick. Mm-hmm. He's a perennial lineman. pro bowler yep. at, at the tackle position. Uh, second round, we had uh, – no, we had in the fir- they had a first round, another round. Marshawn Lattimore in the first round. Cornerback. Yep. Right. Cornerback, perennial pro bowler. They also had – uh, let me see who, who was it. Um, Alvin Kamara, Alvin Kamara, in this draft, they had a say. Was it PJ? No, not PJ. They had a safety too. That you they have got it, or are you just going off of? Memory? Oh, Marcus Williams. I'm looking it up. Marcus Williams. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. He's now a starter and balling for this team. But yet we want to go in and get guys that maybe, maybe will turn out in three years to be championship type of players. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense, right? No, it makes no sense at all. None whatsoever. Yeah, man. I, I think trying to make sense of this, and I'm going to pull this up here where the guy from The Athletic is one of many people who came away with a very impressive couple of rounds of the draft for the Eagles. And I guess I go back to the first night and think, okay, great. Like, Devontae Smith is a talent. That should help. Clearly, the Giants wanted him. They weren't going to get him. Cowboys move up. I Mm -hmm. I get all of that. But is Devontae Smith such a big talent for the Eagles alone that he makes them that high of a grade? And if so, then why did he fall? Right. So um, I think Devontae Smith is a a great talent. We'll get our money's worth out of him. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, so we'll get his money's worth. But after that, we're not going to get our money's worth out of. Like I said, right. you mean, I mean, just look up that 2017 draft with New Orleans. And I forgot about it. Was it Hendrickson or something like that? He led the team in sacks um, the past three or four years. I mean, uh, the last two years. Uh, Trey Hendrickson has led the um, Saints in sacks. Just got a big contract for somebody else. You know, they just uh, let him go. Mm-hmm. And he got a big contract because he was going to get more money. We can't go out and get players that can play right now that are good right now. Right. What's wrong with that? Well, if you want to real, develop people, if you want a real woulda, shoulda, coulda draft, you can go back and look at it now. But now that they did take an offensive lineman in the first two rounds, you had Rashawn Slater sitting right there at 12. You wouldn't have had to move up. You could have nope. grabbed him. Then you could have gotten Terrace Marshall easily in the second round from LSU. He was sitting know. there for you. Yep. Then you, you don't trade away your, your second, third round pick. You can take Aaron Robinson at 70 and Chauncey Golston, the pass, the defensive end from Iowa that ended up going to, uh, uh, I think Dal- did Dallas get him? Well, Dallas, I think Dallas got Dallas, him. 
or Washington? Dallas had a great draft. I think it was Dallas. Well, hold on now. We can't can't say that it's incomplete and say that we can't jump to any conclusions when it's downplaying the excitement of what Philly did (laughs) and then balance it out by going over the top for another squad, right? Right. Like, I think we can like, and this is the problem, I think we can like a player. We can like a kid. We can like where they came from and what they did in college. But that doesn't mean, and nor should it transfer over to, oh, my God, this team did it. Just because they right. took the kid you wanted doesn't mean the grade is a B plus. No, I, I like Smith. I like Dickerson if he can be healthy. Which and he's I, not right now. Right. And I don't know if he can be. And I like Gainwell a lot from Memphis, the running back that they yeah, got. That's a good I pick. like that pick. Yes. That's, I mean, other, the other guys I don't even know. I don't know about. <laughs> I watched film on on, on Gainwell. I did. Yeah. I mean, he, he was he was good enough that you know he was a top. He would have been a, a second rounder, right? Had he played last year, but yeah, he, he opted out, last, out year. last year. He opted yeah. out and only had one real year of game film. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. One real year. I think he scored like fifteen touchdowns total in that year. He was unbelievable. You know, you, yeah. he was almost unstoppable. Twelve you, on the you, ground and three in the air. He had a game where he had 100 yards rushing and 200 yards receiving. Yeah. Come on, man. I want my receivers to get 200 yards receiving, let alone a running back. They I, line him up out of the slot, yep. line him up wide. He can run in between the tackles. He's explosive. And he's 200 pounds. It's not like he's a hundred, you know, one of these 170-pound backs. He's 200 right. pounds. Well, let's see how they use him because I'm not even going to assume that he can be used correctly. Not every coach gets that benefit of the doubt. All right? And look, if Dickerson can stay are, healthy, if yeah. he can be healthy, he's going to be a good player. All right, we'll but take their history here. doesn't bode well. It's the middle and watching on the Jacob Media YouTube page, Sports Map Radio, Philly Voice as well. We're back in three. We are fans. That's why we're complaining. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. The, 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 middle. the middle. You can't have pigs in a blanket followed up by filet mignon, followed up by peach cobbler. It's too much. It, it's too out of control. Are you kidding be, me? There needs to be a sense of chocolate. I, I, I don't know who this person is. Filet mignon with crown royale. <laughs> Vanilla ice cream and apple pie? You might as yes. well just kick somebody in the groin. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. 
On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on play. Uh, ruin on the stream. Yeah. How many times has Harry looked like Donahoe when the boss was all rah-rah like little Howie? <laughs> oh, that <laughs> happened a bunch of times. Uh, <laughs> Dorian Buckner said we're, we're complaining too much. Dude, yeah. I'm not I'm not really complaining right now. I can really complain if I really wanted to complain, but no, not right now. Right. This is this is just me telling the truth about what they should have, could have, would have done. Uh, I saw a much better comment to respond to. Which Anthony would... Romero. Oh, yeah. The, the kid from Texas Tech, the family yeah. he comes from. Yeah. But he was a Penn Stater. That yeah, he started out Penn State, but yeah. not too rough for him. You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I'm looking at this here, the draft rankings from the athletic. This is a little aggressive, don't you think, to put the Philadelphia Eagles right there at the top? Well, I, I think SI gave them a really good grade, too. Yeah, but if you look here, if you're watching on the Jacob Media YouTube page here on the middle, and if you're listening on Sports Map Radio, we encourage you to watch as well, especially when we pull stuff up here. But this guy, Brugler, who no knock, I have no beef or blood with. By Dane any. Brugler, yeah. Yeah, the Athletics' Dane Brugler, who's their mm -hmm. number one guy. Like, he's their main guy. Right. Of all 32 teams, he put the Eagles at number one. Now, right. they, this isn't like Zach Berman, our guy, Shield, right? Like guys mm -hmm. in Philly who were charged with ranking everything. And it's like, oh, come on. Of course, you're going to put your team up there at the top. No, 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 no. This is the main national person for the athletic. And let's be honest. It's not like the athletic is, you know, the ringer or a place that's just more comical and not as serious. I mean, the athletic is built off being serious with integrity. And I think that's what's shocking here. At least the takeaway for me is that, all right, look, you want to argue that the Eagles had a C, C plus, B minus, that's fine. But who in their right mind would all argue that they had an A plus or A plus plus? I, you, you, I don't think you can give them an A plus just simply because, you know, if you look at it, they have a lot of tweeners, guys that don't, don't have defined roles, defined positions. You know, I mean, if you look at it, three guys, you know, for instance, you got to look at um, the seventh round is the pick 234, Patrick Johnson. Is he going to be an edge rusher? Is he going to be a linebacker? Um, Jacoby Stevens, is he going to be a safety or is he going to be a linebacker? Uh, you know, who else? Um, the defensive end um, from Coastal Carolina. They want him to play inside or outside. Milton Williams, they want him to play inside and outside. So that's three guys that are like tweeners who – you don't know which way they're going to go as far as, you know, a position on the team. There is a lot of talent on this team, but it's not the number one talent that will come play right now. They need to be developed, learn the game, and yeah. put in great situations. I mean, if, if you want to go now. If you want to grade a draft, we should grade the 2018 draft because it's three years. 
Oh, you know what? Go back why and grade it. Why aren't people? Think about this. That's a genius radio bit for two reasons. One, because it satisfies the lazy host who lives in the past, who just mm -hmm. can't help themselves to recycle old content. And two, it's actually really smart because it keeps people in current context kind of balanced. Like, hey, man, you just went excited jumping up and down for a kid they took in the second round. And I'm not speaking specifically to Dickerson, just in general, where you have no idea what's going to happen with this guy in six months, let alone 12 or 18 months. Why don't you look back like it's a really smart idea? I don't know why more people aren't doing that. Well, I mean, because th typically that's how long oh, you have to let it marinate in order to before you can really grade how they did. But right? it should be a tradition every yeah. this Monday. Today should yeah. be a tradition where, yes, you acknowledge what your team did in the draft. Hey, great. They took Devontae Smith Thursday night. They took a center who's not healthy, fill in the blanks with the rest. And then you spend the majority of the time looking back at what your team did three years ago. Like it should be a holiday tradition the Monday after the draft to spend wait 75-25 on the three yeah. years ago draft. Well, let's let's do it, Barrett. I'm going to give you a name right here. This is this was their. They didn't have a first round pick in 2018. I guess the second round they took Dallas Goddard, who I was Good really pick. excited about when they picked yep. him because they picked him right in front of Dallas, if you remember. Yeah, and we all thought that Dallas wanted him, and maybe they did want him. I don't know. Uh, but what would you say about Dallas Goddard? I'm a little bit. He's kind of not performed the way I th I thought he'd be better. Well, you know what I I, I like. I like Dallas Goddard, and I, I I like the way he started to mature into um, a, a really good tight end. Once he figured out that all right, I'm not just the second fiddle, you know, to um, to, to Zach Ertz. Mm -hmm. So he's starting to get implemented more into the offense. Um, Carson didn't really have a feel for him, so I didn't think you know they threw the ball to him enough. But now that this young guy's there, he's gonna Hertz is gonna throw to him. Hertz is gonna yeah. fill it up with him. So but, I think that you know the chemistry he has. He's he I mean, as far as athletically. Um, he's just as good an athlete as, as Ertz. He can catch just like Ertz. He has yeah. more yak yards than Ertz. You know, he can run after the catch. Yeah. So I need more production out of him, but I, yeah. I like the pick. I think it's a good pick. Yeah, he has to get that little black book, though. Well, it's an iPad now. Oh, he needs yeah. to learn his plays better, be more in tune with what the offense is trying to do as far as getting him open. All right, no third rounder either. Two in the fourth round, Avante Maddox and Josh Sweat. Wait a second. We should put context as to why this team doesn't have a first or third rounder here because that's going to wait on what that draft was, especially if they put themselves in a position with a bad trade or bad move in order to not have these picks, and then they didn't hit on guys on top of that. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it compounds the error at that point. Yeah, I got to do well, more research as to why, where those was it, picks was that, went. Was that a Carson to get up for Carson? I don't, have, I don't know what, I don't been. what the first was. I don't know why they missed that first. But uh, as for Avante Maddox and Sweat, Sweat is starting to develop into like a, really good, a really good um, third Ready down. Baltimore for Lamar Jackson. For Lamar Jackson? Yes, sir. Hmm. The Eagles traded their 2018 first and fourth round selections to Baltimore in exchange for their second and fourth round selections and a second round selection in 2019. So we'd have to see in the second round. I don't think they were in the second round at the time. So they traded their ball, their first and fourth to be in the second and fourth, and then an extra second in 19. Mm. 
So they only had one second round pick in 2018, and that was Dallas Goddard. Right, right. So well, you know, you know why, you know why that made sense. You know why the, you don't look at the the first round pick, but you have to look at they had just won the Super Bowl, so it was actually pick number 32. Right, it was a which last, is actually last yeah, round. Belichick or or Ozzie Newsom or your guy in Pittsburgh, or yep. just now in Tampa Bay, they took a linebacker. They brought back two of the best linebackers in the NFL, and they drafted one. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not accepting that. I mean, 32 is just like a second-round pick. I love the That's justification yeah. of it, but come yeah. on. This is a t- even still, like you should be able to mine talent out of that. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, New England, these teams are making a living there. I think that further compounds the error of that draft if you're not sold on Dallas, like Dallas Goddard has to be a first round talent at this point in order to pay out for that trade and that draft to make sense, in my opinion. All right. So let's look. All right. So next in the sixth round, Matt Pryor from TCU. Stinks. That's your guy. <laughs> he stinks. Isn't he the one with a hand issue? Or was that Herbig? That was, that was Herbig. Herbig. That was Herbig. Pryor oh. stinks. Pryor couldn't fight his way out of wet paper yeah. bag. He Not needs to go see the wizard though. also. Yeah. He definitely needs to go see the wizard. You know, he's he's soft as drugstore cotton. I I I don't understand it, man. To be that I big. One. To be that big, why would you why are you just so inept at being mean? Yeah. You know, get mad sometimes. You gotta come I mean, on this show. We'll, you gotta come on this show. We'll get him mad. Seriously. <laughs> Man, that Seth video blew up. We oh yeah, Seth, here, man, love Seth. We gotta get <laughs> There's this uh, awesome story. See the story here of uh, what's his last name? Lazaro, right? Jesus Lazaro, the A's reliever. No, what, what about him? He has a hairline fracture in his pinky because he bumped his hand after playing a video game on a table following a loss bumped. Yes. So it looks like he rage quit after playing a game. And we did about 25 minutes on this yesterday. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Well, he broke his hand in a video game. Well, look, I mean, is that a non-football, a non-baseball injury? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, he just suffered a loss. He's probably, maybe he's dumb enough to sign on, like, his gamer tag. His number's 44. Maybe his tag is, like, Lazaro 44. Mm-hmm. And he's thinking he's in safe territory. Like, is it a judgment-free zone if he signs on to, like, Call of Duty, one of these servers that's designated for just A's fans, right? And then he gets sniped in the head by some 14-year-old kid who looks up and is like, oh, wait, that's the guy who just blew the game tonight. And just lets him have it. That's a hell of a rage quit. He rage quit and had a hairline fracture in his pinky. Wow. <laughs> Maybe it was the show. Maybe he was playing the show. Oh, my goodness. MLB yeah. the show? Yeah. What if he was playing himself in the show mm. and he gives up a jack? A dinger. To, right. To an 18-year-old kid who can't <laughs> wait to let him have it. Not only did he give it up to him in the game, but that's you in real life. I mean, are you kidding me? Like, if you pan, if you pancake Barrett Brooks in Madden football, oh. playing Madden football, you wouldn't be letting him have it? Oh, I'd be oh. up in his grill. Yes. <laughs> that's my point. I'd be That'd standing be over him showboating. <laughs> That'd have been amazing, bro. Yeah. He's, uh, he's, yeah. all in his, he's all in his headphones just, you know, killing him. You know what I'm saying? Killing yeah. him. Amazing. Amazing. 
the things that they'll say too, they're vicious on there, man. Oh, no question. Oh, yeah. No, that rage quit. Is it mine, Joey B? That's a phrase that has been thrown around forever. Trust me, I wish I could trademark that. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Unbelievable that we have high grades for a draft that isn't really inspiring. Maybe it's the people behind it. I don't know. I can't get over that video. I cannot get over the optics of that video. And it's, yeah. look, it's not just one guy at the end. Let's yeah. be clear. You did not, I don't know if anybody caught Jim Trotter's piece on what's going on out in San Francisco, but it's basically, if you can envision the video that went viral of the Philadelphia Eagles, it would be the video description of the polar opposite. Like everybody in unison jumping up. You shouldn't be having to, like, if I'm out here and needing to extend my fist even more for the fist bump, right. that means you're not into it. Yeah, that, that, like, if I'm like out and I need to extend a little more into the screen, yeah, you, you're kind of like, you know, chill, no, chill. No, no. And that happened to guys before he hit Tom. Oh, I know. He was trying to go around the room getting fist bumps from everybody. Yep. Yeah, trying it to was try, hilarious. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's not, you know, and it happens. That happens in war rooms. I mean, everybody's not going to like the, that pick, but understanding that that's the realization between a football guy and a non-football mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Understanding, you know, I bet it was the same thing that played out in Minnesota. It was the same thing that played out with the Giants. I cannot believe they let this guy go. Right. Are, you mean you're talking about last year with know? Jefferson yeah, being with Jefferson, left on yeah, the oh, board? Yeah. Are yeah. you kidding me? Mm-hmm. They did what? Wow. Oh, oh, hurry up! They couldn't wait. I mean, in <laughs> fact, as soon as as soon as they picked them, yeah, they were on they were on the clock for two seconds. They were like, nope, all right, yeah, and they have the pick. <laughs> they're probably sitting there saying, "Damn, the Eagles are going to take Robinson." Right. I know they're going to take Robinson. They need a cornerback. Look, yeah, Bad. They look, and they already they already took Smith from us. They right. They took Smith from us. Right. I hate to do it to you, Eagles, but you just gave it to us. <laughs> but you know what? Here's the thing to that, and I saw Jeff Bruder and and others reference this on the stream. Like it happens everywhere, and you mentioning it, and I'm not I'm not speaking for you or or at you, Barrett specifically. I just I've seen it to a, a larger context. The difference is that. Those other teams are not the subject constantly, routinely of pieces, both locally and nationally, of dysfunction. They're not looked at right now right. as the. And you know what? You're right. Where other teams are dysfunctional, there are teams in sports that are dysfunctional. And maybe it's an analogy of somebody getting caught speeding on the side of the road, where you're like, okay, I'm speeding too. But if that's a Ferrari, if that's a Maserati, if that's a high-priced vehicle that's flying, then you look over there and you think, all right, well, then there's going to be some attraction if you're going 100 in the left lane in a super fast, super expensive car. And the Eagles routinely do that, and they routinely get caught. And the optics of that video, I think, almost validated everything that came before it. Mm. Well, I mean, he knows he knows the type of talent he just he, that um, they just let go. They just let fly by us. He understands what they needed. And because he understood what they needed, we didn't go get it. Then now it's, you know, Howie's like, you know, all right, I'm let me try to justify this for everybody. That's a great pick, right? Right. No, bro. Well, I mean, it was Stop. the mindset was that they thought Robinson would still be there three slots back down, right? 
to let Carolina come up and take that offensive lineman. Right? Right. right. And they and they got they got he he got gamed. The Giants got back on him yep. because uh, the Eagles thought they weren't they didn't trade down to take that defensive tackle. They no, had they to take that defensive tackle because the guy they thought would be there was no longer there. This is know. a third round yeah. version of Marcus Smith. Right. You had no idea what you had no idea what to do. So you went with somebody who you at least knew the name. It's like, I don't know this person. I don't know this person. I don't know this person. I at least know that person's first name. I'm going to go hang out with them in the party like that. That's what you did. You had no idea what you were doing and you panicked. Well, that happens. Yeah, and it does. You it happens stick- too much with them, though. But you got to know your draft board. And there, there it is. You don't understand your draft board well enough to make informed decisions you know, at, at, at key positions during this draft. You got to notice you need a cornerback. You need a cornerback more than Carter needs liver pills. And there were two corners that ended up going right after that pick, too. Right. Right. Washington right. took one of them. Well, Asante Samuel was on the board, and it just – I don't understand what's happening. I, well, I, don't I thought that's it. where they were going. Uh, yeah. Well, I thought that this was the one. I mean, come on now. You got Asante Samuel there? What? They didn't even address this position in free agency. So you think, okay, maybe you're going to stock younger players now. And look, I get it. And Anthony Romero on the stream was the first to bring this up. And there are others now. And and this is not or far from a knock on McPherson. I mean, if the kid can play, it's going to be a blessing. But it shouldn't come to that where you're hoping that a fourth-round pick can turn into something like that where you're automatically absolved for overlooking this position in free agency. Well, Asante, you know, I um, Asante Samuel Jr. wasn't there in the third round. He was taken in the second. Round. Yeah. yeah. Oh, second round. Pardon yeah, me. Yeah. He was on the board with. Dick, that's. I'm sorry. With Dickerson. Yes. With Dickerson, to get yeah. Dickerson. Yes. Right. Where you could then make that justification for making that trade in the third round and not have as much pressure on that pick that the Giants scoop. Where if you've addressed the need, because at that point you look at the board in the third round and there isn't as clear cut of a decision where you can take somebody at least who had the talent of Asante Samuel. So what they did is they let it hang. They Mm -hmm. let it hang until the third round and they got cute with it. And then they got caught with it. And then by the fourth round, look, they got McPherson and that's great, but that was the only option. There was no other option by the fourth round, but to draft a quarterback where if you take Asante Samuel, the second, sorry, not the injured center, you're no longer in that position in the third round. But this, this is the travesty of it all. He's not the best center. Now, if you draft him, draft him to be a guard or a center, then I can see, all right, but still not in the second round. You could have got him in the third round. The other center, you're talking else, about the guy that went to Denver? Yeah, the, uh, you, I'm talking about, from, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, from Wisconsin, uh, from Oregon, no, Oh, No, that. no, no. This from, from this is guy's from, from Oklahoma. Oh, okay. Uh, he was the number one center. He was the number one center in the draft. And when I broke down, you know, when I when I broke down what the Eagles could have done, they could have gotten him in the third also. Hmm. You know what I mean? Because no, he got he got picked in the second round, but still, he was the, if if you're going to get somebody and he's healthy, hmm. he's healthy and the best center in the draft. Healthy and the best center in the draft, and he and and you know his draft philosophy: we want players that want that love ball, that are fast, right, and are healthy. He. Checks the box of two of them, but not the third one. He has yet to finish a season without being on IR. Well, they, you know, will not finish the season hurt. Yeah. They don't have IR yeah. in, uh, in college. But come on, man. 
Get the cornerback. Everybody knew we needed a cornerback. Why would we not get a cornerback high? I thought we should have got a cornerback at first. Well, they let alone to the fourth. I mean, when I did my draft breakdown for NBC, NBC Sports, I said, well, the Eagles waited to the fourth round to get their cornerback. Zach McPherson Mm -hmm. started his career out at Penn State, left there, went to uh, Texas Texas Tech. Tech. The only reason I knew about him, and I watched film on him, because he played against my alma mater, Kansas State. And I was watching – uh, they had a kid. They have a. They're starting. Kansas State starting quarterback is actually from Philly. Yeah, he's, Booth he's from Exton, PA. Yeah, Exton. Yeah. So I'm watching film on him, and they have a pretty good receiver that he was throwing to. And who was who was who was covering him? McPherson was covering him. I'm like, this kid is pretty good. Physical, mm-hmm. very physical, almost too physical. Yeah. Rerouting the receiver. He's not as fast as you want, but you know he's like a four four five guy. High four four, but he's he's good. But you wait to the fourth round to get a corner. Well, we have no corners at all. Right. That that's right. Exactly. That that's what's well, I mean, infuriating about this. Maybe the kid will be really good, and then we'll be saying, "Man, they mined that kid out of the fourth round. That was a genius pick." I'm, in I'm three years. In three years, I'm tired of that three years stuff. Yeah. That's everybody else is drafting guys that can go play right now. Like Michael no, I'm Parsons saying we grade Dallas. these drafts three years out. That's right. All that's I'm what saying. I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. We don't have to grade McPherson now. To, right. And this is the difference, right? People, however you're approaching this with whatever platform or conversations you're having today, a lot of people approach it like they have to have the two connected, like they're mutually inclusive, if right. you will, here. but they're not where we don't need to grade McPherson for two or three years. That's fine. Like who cares about McPherson stepping on the field right now, separate from the Eagles really did not address the cornerback to date by Monday, May 3rd. Like I think you can make that statement and then say, we have no idea what McPherson be in the NFL. Right. She had understand that we can, we can grade him three years from now, but we don't have that ability to 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 not have him come play now he has to play now well yeah but they also the eagles are telling you that this year doesn't matter right correct fps too really this year this year is a a look-see at a quarterback and building draft picks for down the road developing players that they're taking now that probably won't start some of these guys and you know next year getting three first round picks i'm looking at dallas's draft well, like Dallas Michael. is ready to win now. Right. right. So yeah. Michael Parsons, they got the quarterback. Oh, they got Michael love, Parsons. Love Parsons. I'll tell you, I, I He's going to be a beast. Fire oh. on his defensive rookie of the year. And I suggest you jump in now before that guy starts having Pro Bowl numbers this year. <laughs> did, did you already bet it? it? Yes, I did. He, what, and, I took Horn as a hedge. Okay. Those two guys. But, yeah, I, yeah. I, I love Parsons as rookie of the year. I got oh, Jabril Cox, this yeah. kid is, 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 even though he's a tweener, this kid can cover, he can blitz, he can play anywhere from LSU. Mm-hmm. He transferred from, I think, North Dakota State. He was there first, well, transferred to LSU, and, and, and balled out his one year he was there. Now, the, the Eagles took a safety late in the draft from LSU. What what do you know about him? He's he's a hybrid guy. I mean, he, he put on too much weight because they didn't know if he was going to play linebacker or, or he's going to play safety. Well, he ended up playing safety. 
He's going to have to cut some weight. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, Creed Humphreys. That's his name. Yep, from Oklahoma. Best oh, of the that's a great yeah. name, Creed. Your first name is Creed. Right. <laughs> Caught your back there on the stream. So thanks, Kane. Love Go that. Ahead. But, you know, you're right about it. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll play special teams here, but mm-hmm. he'll still, you know, he's still going to have to play reps you know they say he's a a, um a slot cornerback i think he can play on the outside i think he'll be good enough because he has the size to play on the outside too i think he'll be okay you know he's not just gonna be a guy that's gonna you know come in and 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 not play he'll be physical enough to play here's the thing we got to break real quick on on the network but just to wrap that up on mcpherson it's not that mcpherson can play it's not that mcpherson can't play i hope and i'm still going to root for him if it takes him a year to get on the field and play continuously, it's the pressure that has now been put on him to do that. That's unnecessary because if the Eagles took just one cornerback ahead of him or signed a name in free agency that could be playing that position, we wouldn't be talking about it like that, Barry. Right. That's my point. All right, let's right. take a quick one here. We're live. The Jacob Media YouTube page, Sports Map Radio as well. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid Um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on... Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. 
Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. That back-to-back 45s on the front Saturday and Sunday. Totally fixed the driver. Yeah. Yep. You remember when I told you that I um, I cut that one shaft down to the seven iron length, like bright. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, it it's so much easier to uh, for me to swing through. Um, Your driver is a seven iron length. Yeah, it's forty two and a half inches. Holy so. Shit. I, but I have uh, the Cobra head, so it's a square face. So as long as I get the ball on the square club, dude, I'm crushing these drives as as better as I've ever hit them. And I found this tip for anybody that's still deal because I have a lot of the alligator arms. When I come through at times, my arms are up, and that causes that like tail, that slice slash tail. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I use this uh, this tip where you tee the ball up and then you put a T like two T lengths in front of that T and you constantly stare at that T in front of it. And that's what you look at and you let your peripheral catch the ball. And between the two of them, the drive's fixed. Wow. Dude, you just yep. screwed me all up. I don't know what you're Oh, no, no, no. About, look, man. I'm going to wow. show it to you. I'm, I'm, you come out with me and I'll show it to you, man. All right. All right. We'll, wow. We'll, uh, I took my, uh, I took my one, my one driver. I mean, my one, uh, driver out man and then i still can't i mean I, I can hit it better than i can do my driver my one iron i can hit it better than i hit my driver well that there's a problem then with how you're hitting your driver yeah that yeah, says more saying, about I, how I you hit the driver i can't hit my driver period yeah. right right but i can hit my one iron it. i'm gonna fix it for you Barrett. all right i i right. was i was like you all right two and a half weeks ago i was like you where i couldn't hit that thing with the gd and instead it's fixed it's, I can't do anything else. I can't fix anything else for you, but I can fix that for you. All right. That's all I got. Did anybody hear Asman uh, and uh, what he said about the Jets draft today? Well, I know Ron Culver would have, unless he just tuned him out, mm. which is possible. He tunes us out. Much easier to tune one voice out, though, than three, right? Yes. Uh, let's see. The words he used <laughs> was best draft ever. Best draft ever. Yeah. This is the wow. type of crap they verify on Twitter. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, he had a lot more to say about it than that, but I mean, he is he is extremely excited over the moon about the fact that they got their quarterback of the future, Zach Wilson, and the fact that they traded up for not uh, Dodgecoin to the moon, huh? I liked uh Elijah Vera Tucker's a safe pick. Yeah. Elijah Moore is a good pick. Yeah, that, yeah. That, they got them. In, Any got other Elijahs on the board? Michael Carter was a good pick. <laughs> Which That's a one? damn good pick. Yeah, the running back. Yeah, the running back from uh, North Carolina. Not yeah. the defensive back from what, Duke? I yeah. don't know much about him. That's Michael Carter the second. Not yeah. Michael Carter well, yeah, Williams. He was picked second, obviously. Yeah. 
<laughs> lot going on here in this conversation. Wow. Oh, Ron with two hands is on fire right now. I stumbled upon a television show. All right. It's an old show, but I'm curious if either one of you have ever caught it. It spans audiences. All right. So it's a wide cat. And it's I think it's network, which goes against everything I stand for. I'm all about this mayor of East Town right now. Yeah, right, we got to talk about that coming up. All right, we'll be back in three. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on... Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready. In just 8 or 16 weeks, train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA-approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. I think it's safe to say, Barrett, um, we could say the 2018 draft was pretty darn good. Oh, yeah. Because they we, we didn't even get to Mylotta in the seventh round. Mylotta right. is stumbled upon, but he's, they've developed him, and he looks like he's going to be probably your starting left tackle now, right? So what, it's not even probable. Dallas Goddard, he will be. 
What about the third round? Nothing in the third round? No, nothing there. But Josh Sweat's a pretty good player. And if yep. Maddox, at least he plays. Yeah. Yep. And they have out of position, man. He's not a wide corner. He's a, he's a slot corner. But is that where – I don't even think they're looking to play him there. It, looks, it sounds like they're looking to replace him. Well, they're looking to replace him on the outside. He can play on the inside. He's I think he has somebody. Yeah, yeah, but I think he has somebody else that plays a little better than him on the inside. So that's what's going on. Who's you know, that? Uh, what's the kid's name? Um, let me look at it now. I'm just looking here. Fifth round was Sweat, right? Yeah, fourth round. Fourth round Sweat. Fifth round was who? They didn't have a nobody. Fifth round pick. Matt Pryor was sixth, and he's, uh, he's I mean, not good. Harry, I'm pretty surprised that. All right, so you've got Maialata here. Right. Yeah. I'm going to get to your question, Dane. I think that's a good one in a second here. But hold on a second. Right. Maialata is a starting left tackle. Is mm -hmm. his ceiling Pro Bowl? Craig James. All pro? Yes. Really? You think his ceiling is all pro? I don't know about that. Pro Bowl. Okay. Pro Bowl. Maybe I'll a Pro Bowl. I'll give you that. Yeah. All right. So Maialata is a potential Pro Bowl left tackle. Yes. I Dallas think Goddard, I don't think they're really big. Like, Goddard is here, and he's going to be a, a target. But is Goddard a top five tight end in the NFL? Top and, 10 tight end in the NFL? He can be a top 10 tight end yeah. right now. Yeah, he can be a top 10 tight end. If they use him correctly and they incorporate him in the offense, he has to, he has to get in that little book, though, man. He has to get into, that, into his, his plays and see why things are happening in order for him to be a better player. You know, what's 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 the reasoning behind him calling a play for him? Hmm. You know, once he gets now, he can go out there and run the route. I mean, if it's it's why stick nod, they are, all right, you know, he can go out there and run a nod route nod route, but he needs to know why they're calling the play against a specific defense or a specific player okay. in order for his game to go to another level. He's not doing that just yet. You know, that's what makes great players great. When you start taking it past just the, the regular X and O's. But once you get into, all right, they're running it because, all right, they have a fish right here. You know, this defense, he can't, this defender, he can't do this. That's why they're calling it. He'll be a better player then. Harry, that, that's the tight end. You, you gave a first-round pickup and then put this first-round pressure on. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Morgan. Hertz is still on the roster, also. Yeah, why? Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. There was a report today that Aaron's condition on returning is that you're no longer the GM. Has that been communicated to you in any way with, with your communication with him, with Mark, or with anyone? You know, uh, Aaron hasn't said anything like that to me and certainly hasn't said anything publicly. So I think it's a little unfair to kind of, you know, put that on him. But, um, you know, listen, uh, you, you certainly don't like to hear those things. But at the same time, this is it's kind of part of the gig in the National Football League. Well, there you have your boy, Harry, out there in Green Bay. What's his name? Oh, Gutekunst. Gutekunst. Yeah. Saying, hey, news to me. This guy wants out. That's the first I heard. What well, that, that was about? one of the big, the big letdowns of this draft. Is it that hijacked you hijacked the draft on uh, Thursday. It did. It hijacked the draft on Thursday, and then nothing happened. That's great work by him because he was able to incorporate him being a game show host in the conversation also. Right. How great work is that? 
you know, you you have a gift when you can do that. Not only am I just saying, all right, I don't want to be a Green Bay Packer anymore, but I can just say, yeah. forget this NFL period and go be a game show host. Yeah, I mean, and be totally happy with it. The twenty twenty one draft, you know, is not is not about you know getting back from COVID and you know Cleveland did such a nice job and you know the, all these quarterbacks were taken and you know it, it's about the draft that Aaron Rodgers didn't get traded in. That's really what it is. Yep. And why is Zach Ertz still on the team for the right? Year? Right. Nobody in their right mind would trade, just like no, the Packers aren't in their right mind to trade Aaron Rodgers. Nobody would be in their proper mind to trade for Zach Ertz when he's about to be cut June first. Yeah. I mean, I mean the it, Eagles they play poker with their hands out, with their cards out. It's like here you go. I've got a, I've got a pair of twos. Oh wait, wait, and they flip it around. Like this is. We got to talk about something else for a couple of minutes. Just, just okay. me, maybe not. Maybe not. We'll give the people what they want, right? Give the people what they want. You don't remember that? That was way back during Maze to Midnight mm. when Nick Kale was producing that show. Give Nick the Kale, people they, that drop. Give Nick, the people what they want. Nick Kale didn't produce Maze to Midnight. Oh, okay. Hank he Hank was not a part Hank. of that. Okay. I'm going to break this driver out so people on the stream can see. They don't think uh, I'm telling the truth. 42 inches. In your time. All right. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Welcome to the Wildwoods. The perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave. Take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods, your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. The, the, middle. the middle. You can't have pigs in a blanket followed up by filet mignon, followed up by peach cobbler. It's too much. It, it's too out of control. Are you to kidding be, me? There needs to be a sense of chocolate. I, I, I don't know who this person is. Filet mignon, mignon with crown royale. <laughs> Vanilla ice cream and apple pie? You might as yes. well just kick somebody in the groin. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on their Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on play.
Hey man, my uh, wow, my grandma man, she passed away two days ago, bro. On Saturday, man. Yeah. Nah, yeah. sorry, man. Yeah, but she was cool, man. She. What happened to Jason? Eighty-nine years old. What was that text? That it's a good run with Jason. What? On the text chain. Oh, I'm not seeing anything here. Did something happen with uh? Oh, got it. Got it. I don't know what. What are you talking about? I hate to do it to you. <laughs> what in the world are you talking about? All right, you'll, you'll see, man. Look like I'll, I'll show you. Yeah, it's fun. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts we'll, we'll get into it. Here's I promise. Off the air. Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. Medina Spirit and Mandaloners drive for stride. Hot Rod Charlie an essential quality closing on the outside. The four of them come into the final furlong. Mandalone fighting for the front. Medina Spirit battles on. Hot Rod Charlie on the outside. Essential quality on the far outside. The four of them coming to the finish in the Kentucky Derby. Here's the wire. Bob Beverick does it again. Medina Spirit has won the Kentucky Derby. All right, now what was more fixed? Was it the Bob Baffert winning the seventh derby in like the most obvious of storylines coming to fruition? Or was it a guy named Bush winning the Bushy McBush race in NASCAR? Which I think you got to go Bush on Bushy McBush. Ah, okay. Right? That's a lot of Bushes. <laughs> it's way too much Bush. Yeah. And what that's Bush overload. You? Seriously. Uh, what the Bush are you bushes? talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Who greenlit that much Bush? Who I don't know. That we need this much Bushy McBush face. And then on top of that, the threat, like just the threat of a guy named Bush winning that race should right. be enough of a deterrent not to name it that. What is Bushy McBush anyway? Man, you're asking the wrong guy. And definitely don't ask the stream. <laughs> All right? That's what I know. Here's what yeah. I know to answer that. Don't ask Joey B or 91L or anybody else. Yeah. But, yeah, I just looked this up, Aton, because you were talking about your driver now. You have a seven-iron shaft in there. Well, not a seven-iron shaft. And you said I, it was 42. A driver, a seven-iron is no, like no. 36 and a half, 37 no, inches. No, 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 no. No, you guys misunderstood, okay? Misunderstood. It's not That's what you said. Right. No, exactly. Well, you're misunderstanding what I'm saying is it's not the shaft of a seven-iron. It's not like I took a seven-iron. Now we go bush the shaft. Yeah. What I said is I cut it down significantly. Okay. So it feels like a seven. It's meant to feel oh. like a seven iron as far as length is concerned because I've cut the shaft down five and a half inches. Wow. wow that's does. a lot. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So your driver is now, you, you dri that's almost too short. You know, you cut it down that much, you can really damage the integrity of the shaft. Yeah. Well, you know what? Screw that if the ball's going straight and long. Right. <laughs> I'll replace it. Look, Harry, I've never hit the ball better before off the tee in my life. Okay. Okay. For, for for 27 straight holes, every time I use the driver, it went straight. Wow. And that's never happened to me before. And I've got witnesses. All right. So I'm not making this up. Now, the rest of the game has gone to hell so and just, high water, but I don't care about that for now. I'm so enjoying it. Control now. Because it's, it's short, it's, you got more control with it. 
here's the science behind it is because it's shorter, it's easier to connect the club head and technically the face to the ball. Right. So as long as the club face is hitting the ball square, it doesn't matter or it shouldn't matter how long the shaft is. The ball's still going to go and it's still going to carry. So that's the mm. science behind it. That's all. AJB is it, it's probably not legal. But hey, who cares? No, it is legal. Of course it's legal. Look at what Bryce Bryson cuts everything down to the same length. What are you talking about? It's definitely legal. <laughs> not his driver. Legal. His driver is cut down. Absolutely. Not no, it's not. He's, he wants a 48. He's got a 48-inch shaft driver that he sometimes uses. Sometimes uses. Right. Yeah. But he also has one that's shorter as well that he'll power through. If you look at this, he uses it sparingly, but he has this thing that's like 45. Well, 45 is kind of normal. I think 46 is kind of like standard, right? 46, 46. I always get an inch and a half taken off of it. Do you? Yeah. You know, it's crazy because when I first started. 46 and a half to 45. Yeah. When I first started golfing, they said, oh, you have to get like four inches more than anybody else because you're six, five and a half. Right, right. And when I went, you know, I played like I, I played even worse than I played before. But now I got clubs. I got them the same as everyone else's. And my game got. It's still bad, but it's 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 a lot better than it was. Way better than it was. Wow. Just when using regular lengths on well, all. Congrats of on finding the fairway. Look, man, <laughs> that's all I care about. I don't care if I'm driving with a putter at this point. I, I can't. I cannot hit that second shot out of the stuff that's thicker than my beard growing for three months. Mm. Like it's brutal. All right, it ruins your. It ruins your day. Now, <laughs> speaking of days being ruined, right? Yeah. Right? Speaking of days being ruined again, I guess the, the whole bushy thing was over, right? Yeah. You're a shaftsman, right? This whole thing, I think people were rooting and I, I just, I get the feeling that people were rooting against that you and maybe Barrett or Barrett and maybe you were rooting against Ben Simmons last night. Is that, is that accurate? Are we at that point of the season now where you guys are rooting against Ben Simmons? No. What, where, where did you, where'd this come from? Well, he wasn't having a great night offensively, so you probably just cashed in your chips. Well, he only took like six shots, I think, five or six shots, right? Yeah. I don't no. let him influence my thoughts on the Sixers anymore. He's an afterthought now. I mean, I, I think about the other guys on the squad. Hmm. You know, I don't I mean, at this point, you know, why would I even invest any time in, in, in or thoughts in him? Because he, he's not going to do what I want him to do anyways. He's not going to play the way I asked him to play. You know what I'm saying? I had some, some, you know, I, I really had some, some, some great thoughts as far as him being more than just a, a defensive player, a facilitator this year. I thought he was going to grow a little bit, but no, mm -mm. head coach didn't do it. So I, I, why would I even think that I would just go ahead and keep on thinking that? That's fair. I, I think that's a very fair observation by all means. I'm I mean, just he, he does do yeah. I'm just hoping that they can, you know, keep winning and get the first seed. Yeah. Because they absolutely have to have it. Because I'm looking at, I'm, you know, if you look at their roster, now I, I have hope in George, right. George Hill being a contributor. He's going to be a contributor. So my expectations, I have expectations of others and not him. Ben is going to just be a facilitator and a defensive player. I, I've come to that realization. I know, you know, Dwight Howard is going to be goofy and, and go out there and make stupid mistakes, but still, he's going to he's going to be a good defender for the most part. He's pretty good center coming off the bench, though, man. Like, yeah. I, I feel pretty good about their bench. But he's going to hack. He's going to make a he's going to hack somebody 
on a, in, in, in a stupid moment. You know, mm-hmm. and it's, that pisses me off. You Dwight know, Howard? Still, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, not like he, preparing for an Eagles draft. No, but he does take some stupid fouls. He does. Right. He does. You know, yeah. I don't get it, you know. But he's a pretty good option off the bench. Oh, he is. Look around he's a great league. option off no the bench. No doubt about it. You know, Shake Milton is Shake Milton. Shake Milton fill it up some days. Some days he comes out, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they don't need him. But, you know, if they need him, he's there to be a facilitator. Cork Moss has become a – you know, more of a three-point special. He's hit now. and miss. Yeah, but yeah. you don't rely on those two guys in the playoffs. That's he's not. like a Vinny. He's like he's like the microwave, the Vinny microwave, bro. He, if, he, if he's on, he's on. He's gonna he's go the for Turkish three-point range. microwave. Though. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's like a it's like a Bobo microwave that you get at Costco, and it's made in Turkey. And sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. Oh, Hold on, like a- you'll have those chicken nuggets ready in no time. Right. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it's round and round. It's like the lights on and the thing is spinning, but they're yeah. right, yeah. right, right, That's right. The- and it doesn't beep all the time when it's done. Like you don't. It just like shuts off, and it doesn't even give you that beep. <laughs> it's like you got it from the Asian market, man. Five minutes. Every time I go to the Asian market, man, I I, I got this one walk, man. It's a great walk because you just plug it up. You can plug it in. You don't even have to, you know. It's it's, it's you it's know, an electric it's, walk. Yes, electric walk, man. It's great. Isn't that but like I'm only, electric grill? Like what? what electric walk? Why not electric walk? Gas or no? Is it a George Foreman electric walk? Yeah, it's the George Foreman of of, of, of Asian walks. Great, Wait, but I can only I can only get twelve uses out of it. You know, so I start counting now. I'm on my I'm on my like my fourth walk, electric walk, because I mean it makes great food, great fried rice, but I only get like twelve uses out of it. Once I start getting to eight or nine. I noticed, you know, the food starts tasting a little different because it doesn't cook as fast as it's supposed to cook. It's like the uh-huh. heating element and it slows down or something, right? So uh-huh. I know I gotta go get another one. So I'll just push, I'll push the envelope like maybe once or twice more, and I just go to Asian Market go get another one. You know, walks are highly underrated and probably underused. Yes, as far as cooking, most oh, yeah. I do everything in a walk. You know, you know what I make in walks? Funnel cake. Amazing funnel cake maker. That uh, I I don't know, Harry. Have you heard that one before? Because that yes, might be I, funnel cake in no, a no, walk. No, I'm, not just or, I'm just saying, if it's something so unique, then maybe we should have a, a little stream. Like we need a little spinoff of this and getting into your kitchen and watching you work that walk. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the name <laughs> of the show. Well, yeah. my kitchen's being redone. Just so you guys know, my kitchen. I have guys working downstairs right now. They're just they they sent the um they sent the. The uh the not fin I don't know what you call the drywall guys, but the you know wall guys, the finishers. Well, they're down there working right now. So okay, I, th- I have I th- no kitchen. Period. I think play I action real named it right now. The the segment would be called Walk This Way. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you can, you, you can play that Aerosmith lick like there's just a guitar saying. lick over it. Copyright infringement there. You might have Aerosmith or Run DMC. Like there are a bunch of different areas of copyright infringement that you might run into. Who the hell knows? Not walk a walk. Huh? I wouldn't be shocked if Russell Simmons owns that song after that merger. So you think? think about it that way. Hey, real quick, I, I just saw this because er, I just placed this wager earlier in the morning today, and I took the Nets at plus 375 to win the division just because of value. It was ridiculous. The Sixers were like 700 or 650, something like that. And the Nets were plus 375. It's a half a game right now. There are a couple of left. And clearly, if at any point James Harden can even walk, 
they're going to try and get the three of them out there at the same time, which right. I don't necessarily anticipate, but you still have Durant and, yeah. and Kyrie healthy. And both of those guys played yesterday. Correct. Um, but they've okay. played one extra game more than the Sixers now. Exactly. Yeah. But look, the Sixers on the road, like we, we've seen them lose games and play down and all. Mm -hmm. look, it's the value play. That's the reason. I got you. Now, I just checked it again to bring it up so I can bring up that number. And instead of going to my ticket, I just went to the futures. It's now at plus 475. And the Sixers have dropped to minus 1,000. Mm. Wow. It's shifted that, yes, Barrett, that much in four, not even four hours. Why is that? My just like you said. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, just like you said, I mean, they're still holding out. You know, there's the you know, majority of stars in each game, and it's still a thousand. That's crazy. That's that's yep. crazy odds. Yep. I had to jump on that again. I doubled down. Wow. I hate the fact that I have to root for the Brooklyn Nets now with the stretch of the season, but I'm yeah. sorry, if you're pushing that level of value in my face, I feel I would be a fool. Because we're gonna play our stars, period, to try to win. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Play our stars. I like that theory. Well, now they they have the the back to back tonight with Chicago. Yep, which I like. I like the Sixers in this. It was a terrible game last night. They totally played down. Mm -hmm. Nobody got up for that game at all. I think that it's just human nature in this league on a on a second night. If look, if they came out and they throttled the Spurs, I would stay as far away from this game as possible. But I, I think that they're they're definitely active. Tonight, I did look at that first quarter, though, just in case you're wondering, because, look, this is where the first quarter plays are so valuable is coming off of a back to back and seeing what happened the previous night. Like when the Pacers just dominated earlier uh, the other night against the Thunder, I mean, it was like one. They put up 150 on the Whoa. Thunder, which was ridiculous. Right. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. They put up more than that game in overtime. I did take the Bulls to win the first quarter and race to 20 just because I feel like if there's any moment tonight in which the Bulls come out, it's catching the Sixers a little tired from that first quarter. But then the rest of the game, I think Sixers catch up and then run away with it. Well, so the, the, the game line is like five. Does that give you any indication that maybe one guy's not going to play tonight? I think that you always have to factor that in. Yeah. And we also have to look at Chicago as well, because it's not just the Sixers. Like, Last night, for example, lineups were locked, but wouldn't that have been a perfect night to sit and beat? Mm -hmm. If you knew the Sixers or the Spurs, right, were just sitting, or Tobias or Ben or anybody for that matter that, that you could place in there. So just a real quick, and I'll tell you what, we'll take a quick break on the network. It's the middle, Jacob Media YouTube page, Philly Voice and Sports Map Radio. So real quick, just looking at this here for tonight and going to Chicago because that's another element of it, right? Is trying so, to so you out. think Embiid's just totally out of the out of the uh out of the race now. So you know he's not gonna be trying to push it to play every night. MVP race. I mean, Vooch is questionable, Levine is questionable. So that's really it right now. Everybody else. Troy Brown is not really factoring in there. Everybody is anticipated to play for the Sixers unless there's unless there's something late. I think that line, Harry, is just the anticipation. Of, like, I think that line is reactionary to last night. From like, last oh, night. Man, yeah. yeah, they needed overtime to beat the Spurs. 
Yeah, back to back travel. Um, I mean, I don't hate taking Chicago if Vooch and, and Levine play, but I'll tell you, Levine's a pretty good fantasy option tonight if he plays. Really good. They have Portland's hot right now. Yeah, that game, man. They've won four straight. Yeah, that's a really see that it's it might be down to a pick 'em by tonight. Yeah. See what that is at. And they're in the middle of a long road trip, which they've won every game so far. Yep. So I just looked at this, and for anybody out there who wants in on this way, by all means, that Magic Pistons game is is priced pretty low for the total. Like the total is is pretty low. 210. Yeah. And I think that's just because everybody thinks that these two teams are miserable and all, but Orlando can run all in and like Wagner and Mo, like they can run, they can score. And Detroit actually has no problem pushing as well. So what I did is take two bucks, five bucks, whatever you can, and go over on every single player's point total, rebound total, and assist total, even three-point total. Wow. Spend look if if you did if you did at five bucks you would have twenty five bets at twenty five dollars total right or no one hundred twenty five dollars total hmm. if you did it at two bucks like do the math whatever a small not even a full unit is but you're gonna make money if you go across the board and go over because everything is priced super low on that hmm. the highest of <laughs> everything over nine and a half points. For Killian Hayes. There you have it. Friends. No, I'm not. You know what? I'm not going to have to sell the Mercedes. I told you. Wifey's got this. She's paying for this. The kitchen renovations. She's paying for that. You're listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, we have a couple of things to sneak in here before we get out of here. Overtime at the top, of course. Mentioned the Brett Favre hijacking the... Aaron sick- Rodgers. Oh, yes. Sorry. You know what it is? It's- that's, that's a Freudian slip for you. What is Thank that? You. Thank you. Because Brett Favre did the same thing with this organization for like two straight years. Remember, we always go back to the optics of when Aaron Rodgers was first there. Yeah. And they kept putting a camera in front of him and asking about, are you going to start? Is it going to be Favre? Are you going to start? And these big bags under his eyes. And then like finally, once Favre said, enough, I'm out of here. He looked like he had slept for three years, like Mm. Rip Van Winkle. That's what I'm saying. So Brett Favre. I'm out on Brett, too. He was my dude. I'm out on him now, man. Who, Favre? Yeah, bro, I'm out. What do you do now? That's it's not even worth mentioning, bro. Is it like the text that you sent where it's this is uh off the air stuff that we have to get to here? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Harry yeah. didn't know yet and kept pushing and pushing. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. But then he he, he puts a finality on it though. Well, I saw it. Right? I, I now I know what you're all talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Are, is anybody heading out to the Pro Football Hall of Fame induction? And if so, is it because of either Leonard Skinner or Brad Paisley? Uh anybody? I have nothing against either of those acts, okay. but I wouldn't go out of my way uh, to see them. 
Okay. I, I don't need that kind of inducement to be interested in going to the Hall of Fame. Right. And think about that. We may be one of the few fan bases that really does it. Like Brian Dawkins gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. It could be Weird Al Yankovic performing, mm-hmm. and it would be flooded with <laughs> right. fans. It doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> it, it could be Millie Vanilli in a <laughs> reunion tour. Right. Where everybody already knows that they lip sync. Right. Still, they uh, it on the rain 20 years later, and still it would be packed. Packed with jersey wearing fools. Yep, exactly right. Leonard Skinner. Where what is going on though? Why those two? Doesn't that seem a little random? It does. It's like here's the problem. This is the biggest issue I have. Is when I watch or turn this thing on. I want to hear a speech. I want to hear the crowd react. I don't want to hear 5,000 people yell, play some skinning. Yeah, free bird. No, no. I don't you want know to what? sound like I'm at some wedding. You know what I would like to see, though? Here, Maybe this is the surprise element of this. The surprise ending? Yeah, Peyton Manning comes out and performs a couple songs with oh. Brad Paisley. Oh, and they put like, like a nice uh, Gibson Les Paul around, you know, strapped up uh, with Peyton, and he's playing a couple chords. The guitar's not even plugged in, but yeah. they just have him up there. <laughs> That'd be oh, great. Now look at this ruin. We we should take him at his word. It would be just uh, Millie, as Vanilli has passed on. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I never I was knew that. not aware of that. Yeah. So you'd have to have a hologram. Hmm. <laughs> what? Well, that's what they do with celebrities yeah. now. Tupac. Yeah, Tupac. That happened. Yeah, wow. Happened, right. You get wow. holograms. Mm. That's, you that's know, my boy, movie. my boy, Alifanica is getting. Uh, he is inducted. Yeah. Charles Woodson, Drew Pearson, yep. John Lynch, yeah, Alvin Johnson, CJ. How about Peyton Manning? Coming? I tell you, that would be disappointing. What's that? Peyton Manning coming out. Hey, real quick, before we get it back to the Eagles, you mentioned this show that is on HBO right now. And I think, I don't know how deep you are into it, but we might be able to convince Barrett to start watching it because it's based in our area at the yeah. very least. And it was shot in this area. It was shot in this yeah. area as well. Now, what is I'm it? a fan of the star. Harry's going to tell you all about the show. we got about yeah. two and a half minutes before we break. He's going to tell you all about the show. I'm a fan of the star of the show. Me too. I, I like the idea of it, although I've heard that there can be some over-the-top pandering to this area to ensure it's like, Hey, we're in Philly, like we're in the Delaware Valley. Well, I noticed they they shot in my old hometown of Phoenixville a couple of shots. I noticed uh, some of the street fronts that I remembered. But uh, it's called Mayor of Easttown, Barrett. Mayor, M-A-R-E, is the head character, the lead character. It's Kate Winslet. She's fantastic. She plays a detective, like a cop, local Mm -hmm. cop out in Chester County, investigating, uh, you know, this murder. It's one murder yeah. throughout. Thus far. I mean, I've only seen two episodes. You can't binge it. Legally, you got to watch episode three, I think, was last night. So I'll watch okay. that tonight. Yeah, Adam's exploits on the stream mentions he hears they mention Wawa constantly. That's that's what I've heard. Like, there's a little bit of pander. And because we're so easy to pander to. Yeah, and, yeah. We love being know, pandered to. We love being a, stroked. 
it's, it's honestly like a movie could come out from Bollywood where they, all they do is put a sign of Wawa on in the back mm-hmm. the whole time and it would be a top seller in Philadelphia. It could no be, doubt. Right? I mean, that'd be a headline we'll be on Philly in. Voice. Yeah. Yeah, Philly we'll, Voice would do a whole piece on it. We'll be all in. I'd be all in. Of course. But wow, you're not wow. in on there. Are you in on this one? Are you going to give it a shot and give it a crack? What do you think? Give it a uh, shot. Unlike you, well, I'm going to I'm going to take your advice and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to watch the first episode. I'm going to see what's going on. Guy okay. Even though you even though you wouldn't even watch the first episode of Monster of Hannibal. Yeah, because you described something that doesn't interest me. This at least I feel like you don't, you don't want to see anybody eat somebody's no, liver or no. a dude's liver or no, no. I, I don't want to see that. I'm not a I, fan of look. fava beans or Chianti. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And it, it's no yeah. knock on you. <laughs> like, I don't know why you take it personally. You don't like my show, man. Like right. keep you. Like like <laughs> Barrett's trying to reach out and give you the fist bump, right? And, and you're just like, right. man. Yep. I'm out on that, for that. You know, I'm, I'm all up and, you know, I even extended a little more <laughs> and reached over the table a little bit. You know, you kind of like still, you know, you, you shift me. You know what I mean? It's like you box me. You keep on, you know, come on, now, man. Is there any it, it would really and truly be Philadelphia if somebody was like in the car listening to the radio. Right. And it would be one of our local sports. Or us, or whatever it may be, like that. How do yeah. we get in on that? That's, that would that's be the good. idea, right? All right, we're still talking the draft. Some other things happening here. It's all on the middle. Jacob Media YouTube page, Philly Voice Sports Map Radio. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. Welcome to the Wildwoods. The perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap, go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. The middle. You can't have pigs in a blanket, followed up by filet mignon, followed up by peach cobbler. It's too much. It's too out of control. Are you kidding me? There needs to be a sense of chocolate. I I don't know who this person is. Filet mignon with crown royale. (laughs) Vanilla ice cream and apple pie? You might as well just kick somebody in the groin. The middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on play.
All right. So there are only two out. When does it come out? Sunday night, right? Yes. Uh, th- three was last night. I guess tact is inherited. Yeah. There's uh, something. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I know that we're not allowed to talk about baseball on this show, and I don't complain about that. Barrett's the only one who does. But well, we wouldn't should, you, man? Well, look, that's fine. I'm not, and and that this is where I'm more in the middle. Is not the middle. Is we're on the middle exactly. <laughs> but I find that I, I stand right now straddling the line of the middle between two extremes, where Barrett would love to impart the wisdom that he has sponged from Jim Salisbury and others. Look at that. As soon as I mentioned baseball, now he's the out. Opportunity for Barrett to talk about something. He just jets. He's cooked. He's done. He's had it. But the point of being is that we now have an opportunity to at least play this. We're going to play this video coming up, this segment, or maybe before we get out of here, at least before overtime of this fan who did something ridiculous last night in that Yankees or that Mets Phillies game. Mm-hmm. The one in which the Phillies lost, Harry. Yeah. I don't know if you caught that. No, I know they lost. They gave okay. up a six run eighth inning. Yes. They and did. then Hoskins thought he hit a, a homer that would have tied the game. But they reviewed it and realized that it hit the top of the rail, which it yeah. did. It was the right call, and he had to be called back to third base. They ended up losing. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly right. And at that point, that – It's only fair. Yeah. If he had to give up six damn runs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Call yeah. them out, Barrett. That's ridiculous, man. I You're mean, right. defense, they suck defensively, offensively. You know, I mean, what – Come on, we only have one defensive player. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Two. Two defensive players that are, that are doing anything on this team, man. It's ridiculous. I don't understand what's going on. What's going on at all, man? I mean. Don't look for answers from Harry. This wasn't meant to be a baseball segment. No, what, so, what, yeah, how, how is this evolving here? We're, we're talking baseball? No, I'm going to show you what happened last night, oh. and this is the fan. This was the most exciting thing. Oh, nice stab. Wow. Wow. Sign that kid up. Right, Sixth right. Thing. He can play defense. No knock on Nick Maton, but I think that kid can play. Yeah. Uh, so, he just barehands this with his right hand while he's what is he doing with his left a hot hand? Dog or something? He's he's eating. Something. Yeah, he's got a hot dog, nachos. Looks like nachos. Is that ice cream? No, no, no there's something Ooh. there. It's a spoon. It is ice cream, I believe. Look, that is a fan. Wow. Go. 97 miles an hour, we're told. 
that, while eating ice cream. Come on. 97 miles per hour off the bat, and he snagged that sucker like it was nothing. He also saved somebody's life. Did you see yeah. that? Like, look at it again here. There's somebody, as his girlfriend, I yeah. assume, he oh, saved man, her life. I love the guy who comes over. That's the best part, man. The guy who comes over right. and celebrate like it's his boy. Like, yes, yeah, because you would. Like, that's the natural reaction to it if you saw somebody do that. What was he, the he exit? Better. 97. 97? Wow. He plays better defense than Moniac and Quinn. Now, here we go. 97 miles an hour. Yeah. Impressive. That's the most impressive thing that happened last night on the baseball diamond. He has a better glove than both of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, that's it. Just wanted to sneak that in there. We can get back to the Eagles, get back to the draft, get back to the level of disappointment that people have. I, I, well, I don't why? know. Why? Why can't we get why can't we get back to that, man? Because no, I, I, I mean you bring in Odubel, he ain't doing anything. So you can just cut him. I think he, he has one good hit. for baseball. Yeah. Yeah. So we hit. can cut him. You know, it's not like, you know, it's, it's not for his transgressions. It's more so because he sucks. So they can just cut him now because yeah. he he sucks. You know what I mean? So let's yeah. just get him out of there. Mickey Moniak, uh, he's in year five, first pick in the draft. Yep. And he hasn't done nothing in five years. They don't develop and he anybody. back down. What, what is up with that? They don't develop any of these young players really develop. I mean, are you sold on this Bohm kid? No. I'm not. No. Not at no. third. Well, I'm with the bat too. He hasn't done anything to impress me. Fair, very fair. Yeah, I mean, look at the, the the zero production they're getting out of their left fielder, their center fielder, their third baseman. These are key spots that you're supposed to have run producers. That's they're getting right. nothing. That's right. It's brutal, absolutely brutal. Oh, look, see, there's a, there it is. You just have to find the right entry point, Aaron. You just have to find the right way. See, you sucked me in with this baseball. Now I'm all upset. We're five and a half minutes in the segment, and we're still talking about baseball. I need a what about Havlicek right about now. Yeah, that's exactly it, right? Hey, girls. Unbelievable. That's exactly what we need right now. You try to tell Jordan no Ewing tonight. I, I I know you're playing the Bulls and Jordan. Oh my goodness! <laughs> what about That's Paul Silas? <laughs> instead of me resetting the show, like you're listening and watching the middle, Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays. It's That's what he would do. He freaking play. Just <laughs> drop. It's like uh, when you watch these sitcoms, right? And they play music. And they're yeah. Bumpers. It's just like we play bumpers, right? Wow. That's Hello, all. Paul Silas. That's right. <laughs> There you go. And, you know, and that's, that's it. That instantly gets us back into it now. You know oh, what I'm saying? Right. Like we know we got to get it going. It just makes my day. <laughs> Whenever it, you get derailed. It really does, yeah. <laughs> can't, you can't help not hear that, right? You have yeah. to. You have to. What was the yeah. other one? Do you remember? No. Any of them, man. Oh, it was uh, Jokic. That's what it was. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jokic. Jokic. Yeah. That's what it was. Jokic. Well, here's a uh, getting it back to the draft, yeah. and you're gambling. Uh, addiction. <laughs> Since this draft has unfolded, have you taken out a futures on the Cleveland Browns to win the Super Bowl? No. Why? Because of who they took specifically in this draft? Oh yeah, I liked what they did in the draft, and I think right. they're a pretty hot team. Uh, you know, as far I'm gonna I'm gonna bet on them. 
What do you have him at? Let's. I don't. I, well, let's let's look. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't think to look at that. You're right. They did have a good draft. Newsom is a player. Yep. I like the linebacker out of Notre Dame too. Absolutely. Yep. JOK was a kid that people were talking about at length on the stream, especially when we had a former linebacker on and Seth Joyner on Friday. Kid from Auburn should play. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad draft. They, I guess, have some question marks still. Defensively, they're, they're stacked. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Look, offensively, they're, they're stacked also. They, yeah. They're stacked offensively except for the key position where Quarterback. We, we this kid does not throw in volume. Yeah. And at some point in the playoffs, you're going to have to make plays with something you're not comfortable doing. Mike Vrabel did it to Lamar Jackson. It's going to be done, as we've seen, even Baker Mayfield. They're going to – some defensive coordinator in the playoffs, when it's much tighter and much smarter competition you're going up against, is going to take away Chubb, is going to take away elements of the game and ask Baker Mayfield to beat them throwing yeah. 40, 45 times. I don't trust that. 33 to 1, they opened at. They're now 20 to 1, of course. Well, they've been bet down significantly because of of your point, which is they're always going to be a sexy play. Baker Mayfield's on every other commercial. Right. He's always on a commercial, man. But you mean, their draft, look at their draft, man. They they did pretty good. Like, people people are are really downplaying, like, Swartz. I mean, this kid runs like a 4 3 4 2. Yeah. Mm. You know, you get the ball in his hands on special teams, you know, he could take it to the house at any time. That's true. I do think that there's, look, there is a good draft. There are talented people on that team, but is that team going to come out and win the Super Bowl? Can that that coach beat the Bills? Is that team going to beat the Chiefs? They can't score in volume, though. That's that's the problem. They do it the old-fashioned way. They grind you up, go down and score, grind you up, go down and score, grind you up. It's not like, you know, you know, these teams are just scoring, you know, in volume. You know, like every time they touch the ball, they're going in volume. They're quick. They're trying to make it happen so quick. And can they slow out, slow down the other team to, to stop them from scoring that much? You know, that's why, they, you know, I thought this was going to be a defensive-heavy draft for them because, you know, stopping people is what they need to do because they yeah. don't score in volume. They just run the rock, run the rock, go over the top, run the rock, run the rock, go over the top. You know, that, that takes time to do. You got people like Kansas City who want to score now, right now, as fast as they can. Mm-hmm. Like I a think basketball that, yeah, team. Exactly. I also I think that uh, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen down there, like in in Cali, man? I mean, all three teams I think had pretty good, pretty good drafts. Well, I don't know what's going to happen with the quarterback position with Trey Lance, right? Well, it's not. I mean, all two teams now. I'm sorry, all two teams now. Right. If the Niners start Lance and move Garoppolo then that's going to be difficult to win a 10, 11 games. Right. Division. Mm-hmm. If Garoppolo's out there just to compete and make sure that they make the playoffs, then you probably won't see Lance at all that year. Right. Unless he gets hurt. So I, I don't know. I don't which know. Is, which, is a, which is very possible from the way his career is, is gone. Him getting hurt is, is almost a reality. Is New England out of play right now for Garoppolo, or is that still a thing? No, they're out of play for them. Why uh, would they Mac get him? Jones. They got Mac Jones. Uh, yeah, I don't know if Mac, well, look, Bill Belichick doesn't have to start Mac Jones even now. You take no, a- but I think San Francisco has to start Lance. Okay, okay. You don't take a guy. You don't move up and take a guy third to have him sit, do you? For Garoppolo? 
Garoppolo? No, we saw that last year with we saw that once last year, right? Justin Herbert, though, technically was and Ron can correct, but Herbert was was drafted to sit half of the year, or was the expectation that he was drafted to sit the whole year? Clearly, it took a near death of yeah, a, the injury. Not, exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. For Herbert to start the second week, but I don't know, like what, Ron? Do you remember what was the general assumption of when Herbert would start that year, if at all? I, I think it was looked upon as a midweek or a midseason situation that Terod Taylor was going to take over the reins, and and it all depended on how Terod Taylor was going to perform. And then that's when the doctor had the accident, and I'm using quotation marks right. because I, I think it was a planned hit. You still think that? I do. Yeah. Well, you're I'm a fan wrong. of the team. You would know I'm that. I'm not wrong. I mean, they made the right decision. Who wow. knew? Wow. Yeah. Come out and you know blow everyone's mind away. By the way, that would blow away the whole Tanya Harding, Jeff Galuli thing. If this thing came out to be in which Herbert, and of course this is ridiculous, so I don't want anybody saying, yeah, you know, our Chanders and. But what happened is, if Herbert had done that. That would definitely trump the whole Galuli and Harden thing. Oh yeah, I'm not saying it's Herbert. I'm saying uh, Chargers front office. Oh, front oh. office. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying that. I'm saying it's a plan hit. Okay. So the ownership, the ownership, Spano. Okay. Yeah, got it. Okay, so Herbert was drafted, but to start at some point that season, can you make the same argument about Tua, who was drafted but clearly wasn't drafted to start day one? Because you had Ryan Fitzpatrick in the lineup there. No, he was drafted um, to, to start day one. And then, um, I mean, at that point, Fitzmagic was playing great. And they benched him anyways. No, but Fitzpatrick started the season. That's what I'm saying. They wanted they wanted two or two, but he just wasn't ready. He wasn't close to being ready. But didn't they know that at wasn't the draft? I, th I thought he was injured, too. Well, yeah, he was oh, coming off that injury. He was, he was coming, coming off, off the injury. injury. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. So that that's a little bit of a factor in there. But no, I mean, for the most part, when you're drafting quarterbacks in the first round, Kyler Murray the year prior, right? Daniel Jones mm -hmm. in that draft, Dwayne Haskins in that draft, even when you're drafting these kids in the first round, you don't really find over the last couple of years, guys drafted to sit, right? Nate no. Arnold. No. And Josh only, Allen. Only in Green Bay. Josh Rose, even Josh Rosen had a shot to start when he was drafted by Arizona. Yep. Love's so, the only guy that hadn't that got drafted in the first round, but hasn't seen well, the field. Technically mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson, but he was drafted in the last pick of the first round by Baltimore. And yeah. Joe Flacco was already on that team. And that was looked at as a future pick. And I saw somewhere on Twitter today that Peter King, I guess he was with Dan Patrick on his show, was asked specifically about Rodgers. Does he make week one in a Green Bay jersey? Does he start? And uh, he said, I would bet no. Wow. Wow. Was it yeah. was Peter King with Lombardo? No. Okay. <laughs> no, he was right, We got to take a quick one. Wrap the hour coming up on the network. Have a check. <laughs> it's the middle. Jacob Media YouTube page, Philly Voice Sports Map Radio. If you missed any of today's show on the Jacob Media channel, listen to the podcast on your way home. Available on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify. D -A -D -L -E -N -E Jody Mack.
the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Start your morning with Johnny Mack and Jody Mack across the Jacob Media Network. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, The clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on. Welcome to the Wildwoods, the perfect place where you can safely do everything or nothing at all. Catch a wave, take a nap. Go for a drive, grab a bite. It's your vacation, and we're doing everything we can to make it a safe one. The Wildwoods. Your vacation, your way. Connecticut School of Broadcasting is now the CSB Media Arts Center, training in all that is media, including the nation's most successful broadcast training program with professional media experts whose entire mission is to get you career ready in just 8 or 16 weeks. Train on-site and online at our local campus in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. VA approved. CSB Media Arts Center. Visit GoCSB.com. On the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Question. All right, and let's expand this in overtime. So I just want you guys to think about this here. I saw this on the stream. CM on the stream. And we thank everybody from those who are day one to those who are today. We appreciate all of you being a part of this program here on the Jacob Media YouTube page and listening across the country on the SportsMap Radio Network as well and always live and local here from the Fritz and Bean Cooley Studios. First round grade, A, second round grade, third round grade, going through that. Before we get out of here, we should give our official grades, our official draft grades, but not to this year's draft. I want to know round for round what your grade is grade is for the 2018 draft 
because not only am I going to write them down, I'm going to put them in and credit you for them on the latest Philly Voice column that's going to hopefully drive people back to this show anyway. So let's start with the first round. First round F. Well, they didn't have a pick. Well, yes, you traded it away to get a second to get two second round picks. Right. And that pick happened to be Lamar Jackson. Okay. So yeah, all right. F. All right. Well, hold on a second. Barrett, in eight seconds, can you give your letter or you want to wait? No, yeah, to meet F. All right. Well, let's talk about this. It's all coming up in overtime next. Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle. A passion from birth and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mac and Jody Mac across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube. All right, it's over time. Only here can we introduce a new message on the stream. And everybody else, not CCM, not CM Punk, not Anti-M. <laughs> oh, no, like, like, let's go through this here. The first round is an F. You trade it out to get it back into the second round and then an extra second round, a fourth round pick. We'll see who they took in the fourth round, which is Josh Sweat. So hold on a second. Maybe it's not an F. Maybe right. it's more like a C minus. C minus, yeah. C minus or just a flat out C because you got two, you got a value pick out of that in the, in the, in the fourth round. Here's what we can do, Barrett. Let's do this. Let's look at what Josh Sweat's grade is individually in the fourth round, and then we'll average that with the F. Okay. So you take the F, and then you take whatever Sweat's grade is, and then somewhere in the middle, that's the grade for the first round. Does that make sense? Because right. we didn't have a second-round pick, did we? Yeah, we traded Goddard. Goddard. No, right, but, but we didn't have one that year. Yes, sir. Correct. We, oh, we, okay. We, we just had a first round, and then we had a third rounder. Right, right, okay. So, all right, well, hold on a second. Okay, well, then we need to push this. We need to take the second round grade and the fourth round grade, Goddard and Sweat, respectively, and factor that in with an F and average the three of those out, and that's the first round grade. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes a lot of sense. It's yes. an F to give right. up your first round pick. It's right. an F. I'd say Goddard's a B, mm, and okay. Sweat's a C plus. C plus. Barrett, any thoughts here? B, C minus. Okay. So what if we run C? Is that fair? Yep. B and a C. Okay. B and a C. Okay. So if you get a B, a C, and an F, what's your grade average out to? Right. Probably um, something to like a C plus, B plus C minus. Yep. Just yeah. flat out C. Yep. C plus B minus B. All right. C plus D plus. Then you put in uh, what Avante Maddox like, in there. I think it's honestly more like a D plus, to be honest with you. 
<laughs> no, but you're right. It's a D plus, and then we factor in Avante Maddox, who was the second round pick in 2019, right? No, 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 no. Avante okay. Maddox was taken in the fourth or fifth round in 2018. Oh, no, no, no. Who was second round in 2019? Sorry, who was that? Second round of 2019. Miles Sanders. Yes. Okay. So what's Miles Sanders' grade? B. Uh, B plus. Uh, I'm with Barrett. I'm not willing B. to give him the plus yet. Can Can you be talked into a B? Or are you going to be the holdout error no. on this? No, I'm. I'll go B. Okay. Yeah. So now we have four grades to factor in: is an F, two Bs, and a C. Sounds like my report card at Shippensburg. <laughs> what, okay. what was the F? Basket weaving? No, no. I had uh, one Badish? semester. I had three C's, a D, and two F's. What? Yeah. How did that happen? I just didn't go to didn't go to class. <laughs> but you had to pay for it, right? Yeah. You paid for it. I see that that wasn't happening. If yeah. I'm paying for it, oh, I'm 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 going to take full advantage of it. Yeah. Okay. I never flunked a class. I've never flunked a class. No? No, but I didn't get too many A's. You haven't lived till you flunk a class, Barrett. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Especially at a liberal level for not showing up to class, that being the reason why. <laughs> and then hearing from your advisor that you're never going to do anything that requires you to be on time. <laughs> man, I'm, I, tell you, I, I probably would have flunked this one class, but I told you my boy Tyson, Tyson Swaggart. Yeah. He he pulled the he pulled an all timer. I'm trying to figure out what this average would be. Isn't there some sort of calculator? Yeah, I mean right? you get you get like three for a B, right? No, it's it's five is an A, B is four, C is three, D is two, F is one. No, actually, you, you shouldn't get one for an F. No, that you, should be a zero. Yeah, you're just off. All right, so four it in. Four. It's four, three, two, one. Okay, that's so what, that's what I said. B is a three. Okay, so B yeah. is a three. Is so we're at six, eight. Yep. So we're at eight divided by four. Yep. Four grade. Two point Exactly. That's a C. So that's a C. So, all right. So the yeah. 2018. Look at that. All of that to get to. This is why you do it three years later. This is why right. you give the people watching a full comprehensive breakdown of the draft that matters. All right, so the 21st. That's great work by you, Harry. <laughs> that's great work by you, man. I mean, that's, well, that was intense there. Yeah. Second is a C, all right? Because we just – oh, no, second is a B because that's Dallas Goddard, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Third round they don't have, correct? No third round. Nope. So that's considered an F again? Correct. Yes. Correct. First round C, third round F. Okay. Fourth round, we already told you was a C for Josh Sweat. Yep. Mm -hmm. Fifth round. Was that Avante? No. Avante was fourth. Oh, he was fourth too? Yeah. Oh, wait. Okay. Fourth round as it's well. Avante. They yeah. got Sweat and Avante in the same draft in the same yeah. round. Correct. So what's Avante's grade? He's another C. C. Okay, so there we go. So the round is still a C. So we're a solid C. Solid C. Well, hold and on. Then, we haven't averaged this one out. And then my lotta. Wait, what about no fifth rounder? Fifth rounder, nothing? No fifth rounder. I'm round. not going to give you an F for not having a fifth round pick. No, no, no. That's fine. That's fine. We don't, we don't need to. They just don't have one. So it doesn't get – how about this? It's not an F, but it doesn't get factored in. Well, it's not an F, but it still gets factored into the average. Okay. And I'll explain. Okay. 
So sixth round is what? Sixth round is is a D. Matt Pryor. Okay. Uh, yeah. Seventh round is an Malata. I, I would say an A because of his abilities and where you got him. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There we have it. So let's add this sucker up. Now that we know what we have here, and we can do it by points, we have two, three is five, an F is zero, C, another two. So now we're at eight, or pardon me, we're at seven. We'll go back to the fifth round. Sixth round is a D, so we're at eight. And now we're at 12. So you're basically looking at 12 divided by six. I'll give you that. Remove the fifth round. 12 divided by six, you're at a C. First, So the 2018, we have successfully graded as a C. I don't know. Way to work it out, Shan. Well, yeah, and yes. I, I, would, I would probably grade great. that. I would probably grade that up to like a C plus. Yep, me too. Me too. Why? Why are you rounding this up? Just well, because, because he got a couple of starters out of it. Okay. Yeah. Two. Two starters out of it. I'll give you that. Now, remember, we're not factoring Miles Sanders on this. We just factored no, no, no. Sanders in to get to the first no, round. No, you're right. Yeah, I'm not doing that's that. All. Yeah. Yeah. That's all That's all we're doing. We are, Ash, we are grading the players. That's how we're getting the grade. Like, you, we start with the player grade. That's why we looked at Sweat. We looked at Maddox. We looked at Sanders. We looked at the names to grade that as far as the pick is concerned. And then you look at the average of all the picks. But three years later, man, that's it. That's it. That is a full comp. That's what you want. Who the hell knows right now? Now, 19, I'm, I'm, let me look at 19's draft. Nah, that's now you're we're... getting into dangerous territory. Right, nineteen. Third year yet? You see the story about Vic? What's that? He recently no. Ran, he was at this uh, Rich Eisen charity for Saint Judge. Uh huh. Saint Jude. It says Saint Judge on here. Saint Jude. Yeah, but it's Jude though. Saint Jude. Yeah, he does why it every would, year. Why would it say Saint Judge? I don't know. They made a mistake. Okay, I thought maybe it was a different church, and I didn't want to get it wrong. No, it's hmm. the hospital at Saint Jude Medical. Okay. I'm look. I'm reading it verbatim. The the former Falcons and Eagles star recently ran the 40 yard dash as part of Rich Eisen's Run Rich Run charity yeah. event for Saint Judge, and clocked in at still look. Regardless, Saint Jude, he ran at 40. He ran a 40 at 472. It's pretty darn good. At right. 40. Yeah. He ran a 47. Yes. At and 40. he's old. Yes. Wow. And, he, you know, it's not like he was probably training for this. He probably right. just was there, and they said, hey, run. Yeah, he, four, he, probably, his, he probably gave some tennis shoes to, hey, go out and run. Yeah. He ran a 4-7. Or maybe he, he was – look, maybe, maybe he really runs a 4-5, but he was in wingtips. Mm. Like, I, I, you know, who knows at this point? Would it shock you if it came out that Vic was in a suit? You know how Rich Eisen – Rich runs? Eisen ran in a suit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So maybe Vic's doing that as part of the whole charity get up maybe. suit. No, he didn't run. The, he ran. Uh, he he had a, a t shirt on and uh and some shorts. Oh, you you've seen this? Shoes. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Best Vic story I've ever heard. Now clearly, there's one that's obvious, which is not a one you would say the best, but the funniest Vic story I've ever heard. And I'm sure Harry's heard this before, so I apologize if you have heard this elsewhere, but. Rodney Harrison down in Atlanta, living down there in Atlanta, following his days, was running hills. He was already retired, like just retired, fresh retired. And he was running hills in Atlanta. And it was a really warm day out. And this limo 
pulls up, right? Tinted black windows pull up, windows like slowly cruises up, and he's running his hill, sweating and drenched. And then the window drops. And there's at the time Falcons Mike Vick smoking a cigar, smiling at him and saying, You're working too hard, big fella. And smiles <laughs> and <then opens laughs> it up and keeps it going. <laughs> Rodney was like, that son of a... <laughs> right, he don't have to work. Dude, he could just get out of bed. He'd wake up, get out of bed, go wear a 4-3, dog. Yeah. Ridiculous. Back in those Ridiculous, days, man. man. should have yeah. studied more film. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, we're back tomorrow, Tuesday. Barrett, you're out the next two days, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. We got some football off. news here before we get... Uh, oh, is that right? We go off. John McMullen, Twitter... And Jeff Kerr, who we just had on a couple of days ago, CBS Sports are yeah. both tweeting about the NFL announcing that Prime Video is the exclusive home for Thursday Night Football in 2022. Mm. So you've got Fox 29 until then. Yeah. All right. So they're getting the, the deal a year early. Look at that. Wow. Yeah. I love it. I love how they expand this thing into Prime. All right. So Barrett, enjoy your time off. Right, is it, it, man. is it for good stuff or bad stuff? He's playing stuff, golf. Man. Uh, okay. Playing golf for my birthday, bro. Well, happy birthday, brother! Sorry we couldn't celebrate here, but I'm single sure to Mayu. We'll still, still send you an I'll invite. Still call you. I'll right? still call you. Know I'm gonna call anyway. Call. All right, everybody, have a great oh, day. Happy Thank birthday. you for us. Happy birthday, Barry. <laughs> Football in Philadelphia is a lifestyle, a passion from birth, and a personal responsibility to know the game. Boo when necessary. And think about every second of every minute of every hour of every day. Birds 365 was created for you. Jody Mack, the legendary sports talker, joins forces with NFL insider John McMullen. Birds 365. Start your morning with Johnny Mac and Jody Mac across the Jacob Media Network. Watch it live on YouTube.